a Pulp MX Network production. With your support of our sponsors, we have reached over 800 podcasts and counting. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, support your moto addiction by buying from our sponsors. It's the Steve Mathis Show on RacerX.com. Presented by Fox Racing. The original moto podcast. Featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome to the RacerX Online Podcast, brought to you by Fox Racing, foxhead.com. Visit your local authorized Fox dealer. Fox Gear, the official gear of Colton Fasciati, Jeremy Medaglia. Why do I say those names? Well, we'll get to it in a second. Uh, thanks for uh, Fox Racing for uh, presenting this podcast. Like I said, foxhead.com, LE gear out now. Um, check them out, please. Ryan Dungey, Kenny Roxon, just some of the guys besides those Canadian heroes that wear it. And uh, racerxonline.com forward slash subscribe to get the latest issue of uh, the magazine that is uh, bitching and cool and all that. And, um, yeah, so thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Steve Mathis with me on the line to break down the upcoming 2016 Rockstar CMRC Energy Canadian National Series, which, honestly, people, if you're American and you're listening to this and you're like, you're about to shut it off, don't, because uh, there's a shit ton of Americans that are heading up there this year, more, maybe more so than ever. This is honestly going to be a really interesting, really fascinating series for the first time in, in maybe a decade. Uh, I'm more excited than I've been in a long time for this series. With me to help break it down, first up, he's from Atlas and, and Matrix, former national uh, winner, former national rider, uh, still holding on to the dream, Ryan the Newf Lockhart. What's up, Newf? Hey, guys. How's it going? Glad to make it uh, make it another year here on this podcast. Every year I think I'm getting cut, but I'm back again. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> also from uh, Guaranteed MX and AMO out on the east coast of uh, Canada in Toronto, where the Moto Uni- Canadian Motor Universe uh, revolves, Ryan Gold. What's up, Goldie? Hey, boys. Thanks again for having me, Noof. I'm stoked you're back, man. Steve was looking to cut you dude, big time this year, dude, man. I Noof, had your back, Galdi, right? Galdi was trying to get Kalen <laughs> or Tommy Frankie. Um, Frankie Tommy, man. Frankie, Frankie Tommy. Tommy. You keep screwing that up. <laughs> he was looking to get rid of you, Noof. Bad. I know. I know. Hey, it is what it is. But, hey, I'm always here for you guys. No, no worries. Just well, talk crap about me all the time, and I'm always here. How's things? First off, let's get some plugs in for you two jerkies. How's things at Atlas, Noof? How's everything going at Atlas Neck Brace? Atlas is good. Atlas is good. Um, probably going to get in trouble for taking this two hours to do this podcast, but um, <laughs> everyone go buy an Atlas brace, and that should justify my two hours here. Yeah, there you go. Done deal, right? Yeah. Uh, We're talking about work. This is a write-off. Right. Uh, Fasciati wears Atlas brace. Lots of guys. Maddie? Fasciati, Benoit. No. Oh, okay. I thought no. Maddie did. Fasciati, Benoit, Dylan Wright. Um, we got the good guys. That's all we need. Okay, fantastic. And Galdi, guaranteedmx.com is your site. You cover the Canadian Nationals front to back, um, and uh, as well uh, the, the series announcer for a long time until you uh, finally said things that got people really, really upset. Um, <laughs> and uh, how's AMO going? How's that all happening? 
both are uh, running very smoothly uh, right now. I uh, haven't put my foot in my mouth enough yet to get her shut down yet, but it is early. I can definitely do it down the road here, I'm sure. <laughs> but GuaranteedMX.com uh, is doing good. As yep. far as being a uh, national front-to-back guy, it could be a little tough for this year because of what I'm doing with ammo because yep. now I'm not uh, under the CMRC umbrella or working for Mark Stollibrass of SPI. I'm out doing my own thing and uh, basically going against the grain. So uh, media-wise, could be interesting this year. I have a few backdoor plans um, yep. going on. I've got some masks to wear when they come to Ontario to hopefully uh, slide my way in the gate. I'm, I'm actually going to be using the Frankie Tommy uh, um, line to see if I get myself in there. Maybe you're his, uh, his old aura say that I'm him and uh, get gonna, through the gate. But, get one of those. Uh, they got a credential. Business is good. Yeah, exactly. Business is good. Family is good. And uh, another, another reason Atlas is doing so well is because they hired a new social networking guy, and I believe that that is really helping the brace get to that next level. Noof? Yes, yeah, no, that is true. That is true. Everything, uh, yeah, Noof, I agree. Uh, over or under five on the number of tall boys you've had today? <sighs> Not enough. <laughs> he is at work. When, when Noof was here for the Pulp Mech show, there was some tall boy. Tall boy there drinking was. going on. Um, Galdi, AMO is a, uh, in, in a way, you are competing against the CMRC. You're, uh, you're a promoting group, uh, AMO. You're, you uh, go in, uh, to join up. I don't know, do you rent all the tracks? Do the tracks come to you? A little bit of both? And it's you, a little bit of both. Yep. So the, the idea of it and uh, what a lot of the tracks and the issues were before was the piece of the pie uh, was only going in one direction, everybody felt. So the new idea this year is basically every race, I have two races there. One is theirs where I co-promote and help just sort of organize. I don't get anything for it other than an administration fee to come and run the race. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones I actually promote, where I have to hire the medics, the flaggers, the ambulance, right. and, and all the stuff on board. So it's, uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm competing against the CMRC. Uh, we've joined with other clubs in the Ontario region, uh, which another thing was is got people excited, because now you can kind of like buy one membership, support one system, and then still be able to race in other systems and try it out. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, something that is a big positive swing right now. And then and uh, yeah, as far as the competition thing, yeah, I I broke loose of a uh, 15-year job under the CMRC and, and um, Stolly, and um, some may look at it as a dick move, and some may look at it as an awesome move. And if you go by stats-wise, right now it's been a very good move. Uh, I'm four or four races in, a month in, and uh, it's a smoke show right now. I'm so busy and it's yeah, so good. And I hate to I just gotta uh, keep it going. I hate to like pat you on the back here, Noof, because you know how Galdi's ego is already out of hand, but. I've heard from some people that you're doing a great job. The races you're putting on are really working well. People are enjoying them. So, again, I hate to inflate your ego even more. But <laughs> Well, I mean, I think that's the reason you call me every of this podcast is because I do know everything and I can fix everything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know what? I mean, obviously, Steve, that's good that, you know, it's getting back to you. I know you still talk to a lot of Canadian people, but that's the goal. I mean, uh, you know, uh, there's mistakes I've made in the past with, you know, being a big mouth and shooting off, but um, I want to stay humble and basically just try to deliver an experience to go of the races that you know people like and that's what's going yeah. on right now and well, i'm not changing anything dude when the gate drops you know shit happens uh i'm doing payback for pros there's still trophies for everybody it's mm-hmm. just a lot more maybe communication which i think was the the bigger issue or one of the issues before and uh you know now i'm just uh, trying to make people enjoy what we're talking about all the time motocross so it's it's going good man that's cool that people are talking about it and being yeah. and being stoked and Noof, are you? What rounds are you doing? Are you racing? I, I know. I no. said, I made a joke about you not giving up the dream, but no. Well, that's the thing. I was gonna when you were gonna ask me what's gonna be my biggest surprise and biggest disappointment in the MX1 class. I was gonna use myself for not <laughs> being 
on the line is the biggest disappointment for <laughs> you know thousands and thousands of fans. Too, though. It could be the biggest surprise as well, Newf, because you, it is Newf Beginnings. Newf Beginnings, you know, well, forty-five. So. No, Goldie, if he doesn't race this year, Newf Beginnings begins again in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Maybe we should do the biggest, the over and under on that at the end of the show. When when will the retirement happen officially, and then the comeback? What what happened, Noof? You just don't want to do it. You just no practice. No, I I really um, I felt like I was going to die after Kamloops last year. I really <laughs> exerted myself so much. I'm not even kidding you. I was driving home in the beautiful ridge line, driving down the highway, and my both of my legs seized up, and I couldn't like use the gas stop or the brake. Stop it! Stop it! Are you serious? I'm not even kidding you. I had to pull over. I had to pull you had over your and like child with you, Jesus. Yeah, and and yeah. So, anyways, I just it's just too much for me to handle. It's it's hard for me to say that I'm not doing it because I like love getting ready to get ready to do it, but then I just hate being out there. So, um, I'm just gonna hang out and watch and talk about how good I could have did if I was out there. <laughs> Two beers in, I could have got seventh today. Um, I don't know about seventh, but probably ninth or something like that. You could be uh, way we're, uh, we're about to talk about nine guys, so you could be ten. Somebody uh, could crash out. Though. That's a real. Anyway. Uh, that's a real <laughs> killer. Um, in honor of that, let's let's quickly. Uh... You guys are gonna make me cry. <laughs> I just tuned this up. It's taps. Noof's career. To have that handy. Noof, it's been a good me run. Of that movie. Yeah, that's. Uh... That's a tearjerker. I appreciate right? oh, the respect. Oh, let me tell you, Noof the will not be on the line for racing anymore, <laughs> folks. This is it. This is the. This is the end. Oh, it's the end. Jeez, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over, Johnny. Um, it's over. Okay. All right. Let's let, before. <laughs> Before we get, I am so impressed that you just had that. That that right there just puts you no, right I, on the top of the of the radio host. <laughs> I literally just googled it and pulled it up while you were talking. So, um, wow. okay, uh, yeah, no, new if it's too bad. Um, yeah, it's all right. Okay, first up, before we talk about the series, uh, the riders in the series, and what we think who's going to do, and for reals, I'm super stoked on this. Uh, we had Millsaps on the Pulp Show last week, and we started breaking it all down. And I started like really thinking about like. This is going to be a really good fucking series. Like, go to get some tickets, everybody. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and go buy them because I'm watching. There's some world class riders. Before we get into that, though, so CMRC, we I continue to rant and rave about the 250 class and the purse money. Uh, it's shorter motos. The purse money's a joke. Uh, they haven't done anything about it. They haven't stood up for the motocross of nations forever. Uh, a little bit of shocking news in the Canadian moto uh, series. First up, uh, Walton. Uh, maybe the the series uh, uh, most biggest most successful race was the Walton Amateur Canadian National, of course, for for years. They're gone out of the other series. They're having their own race, and we'll talk about that a little bit too. Um, they're having their own race at the end of the series. And Sandali, uh also out of the series near Ottawa, a sand track that's been on the schedule for a long time, replaced by RJ's, which is Barry in Barry uh, Ontario, and uh, Pleasant Valley out in uh, is it Nova Scotia or Moncton or I don't know somewhere else. Nova Scotia, Nova Scotia. Um, yeah. Galdi, first up, it's really hard for any sane person who follows Canadian motocross to see the CMRC's reasoning for ditching Sandley and Walton as being anything but just pettiness and bitterness because the Lee family and the Sandley guys um, are big people behind this promoters group that started last year. It's hard to see their reasoning for dumping these nationals as anything but 
a F you, we're taking your race away move. Can you, do you agree? Can you explain it? Uh, I can explain it top to bottom, and uh, it's come out even more recently because of what I'm now doing in Ontario, um, that it it's basically became a very, more, a very personal, uh, petty reason. Um, it's a shame for sure, but basically uh, both Walton and uh, San Lee asked for the elevator, and they got the shaft. Uh, there was no going up, uh, no fixing, no anything. It definitely started with the promoters group, which was, I guess, about two and a half years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it stayed for one year, and then uh, the finger started getting pointed, saying Rockstar was going to uh, cut them. They weren't happy about it, yada, yada, yada. Rockstar now sponsors the MX-101 team. <laughs> and the latest in the pits that I heard is they may become the title sponsor of the TransCan this year. Yeah, so the, so the CMRC the CMRC put out a release saying that Rockstar requested uh, tracks near closer to city centers and advertising purposes and this and that. Meanwhile, Sandalee's thirty minutes outside of Ottawa, and Walton is a is a hike, but the numbers of Walton are incredible. So yeah, I mean the whole entire week, right, with the amateurs and the whole setup of it all, it was just a a win 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 across the board for the industry. As far as the majority of people, the only people that would be negative about it would be the ones that have just spent ten weeks traveling like crazy and and uh, you know living in hotels and living in bags, and they're finally kind of over it all. Especially if there isn't a title fight or anything like that to kind of keep it exciting. But the 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 week of it for everybody else that's there and that group that I'm talking about beforehand, that's you know say 150 people at the race and then there's the you know 15 to 20,000 fans and amateur racers and grandmas and grandpas over there it was just it's very hard to look at it when you saw that release by saying like what mm-hmm. really yeah. okay and then yeah learning more what it is it it's it definitely became more of a personal thing and it is it's 100% was a personal reason and uh that's that's where it at. It's it sort of sucks for those guys. Uh, I definitely know that you know the group out at, at uh, Pleasant Valley will likely do a good job. I would assume. I mean, they haven't been on the national tour for what was it, New 2002, right? So uh, yeah. 14, 14 years. Um, uh, obviously, everybody out on the East Coast is great support staff. Mm-hmm. RJ's will no doubt in my mind be probably the best national of the year now on the schedule. Okay. Uh, yeah. Why do you think that? Why do you say that? Well, I um, the the city of Barrie is a good. I mean, you guys both know it. I mean, the city of Barrie is a good motorsport city, so it should get good attraction there. It's only forty five minutes north of Toronto up the highway, like straight shot, so it's easy to get to. All that kind of stuff. So if there's the right money's put, you know, as far as branding and advertising and all that kind of stuff, uh, there's already interest in shops and dealerships talking about it. The track is always good. At, at on on days that it needs to be, uh, they're putting a bunch of money in to level the pits and make it really flat and better for parking for the trucks and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just like there's lots of hotels, great restaurants. It's it's kind of like it's like a Calgary, and uh, Calgary is the best one or the biggest one. Actually, Moncton usually sometimes beats them too, but. Um, it'll get. Uh, I think it'll be a, a big win this year. Now. Will it continue in the second year? I think that's the goal of the series. And Stolly, uh, talks and rumors that I have right now, because I'm in talks with them on the local scene, maybe not so much. Uh, Noof, talking from a racer's point of view, and Galdi, you were too, but um, if people want to you know, listen to you. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, like, Galdi, you, you're, this, people might look at some of the things you're saying as AMO and be like, oh, that guy's biased or whatever. You're exactly, not. Exactly. I know you're yeah. not, and Noof knows you're not, and you call it like it is or what you, how you think it is. Um, but getting away from that sort of uh, area to, to you, Noof, does 
uh, RJ's and Pleasant Valley, Valley, are they as good as Sandalee and Walton? Like, was this, if you take all the politics out of it, was this a better move for the series? Well, not not really. I mean, Walton and Sandalee were two of the best tracks on the series, in, in my eyes. It always set up for good racing, great facilities, um, great people backing them. RJ's, I do agree with Galdi. The track, I've raced there lots of times for nationals and local races, and it does set up to be be good. Pleasant Valley, haven't raced there in a long time. It's a little bit on the smaller side. What Pleasant Valley has going for them is, spectator-wise, it will be busy, just like Moncton is. Um, but uh, still, I would have, uh, if I was racing the full series, I'd be super bummed to not to go to Walton and, yeah. and uh, Sandalee. Yeah, it's. I, I don't know. I, I I I fail to see how this is going to be a good thing for the series. I really don't. Uh, I'm not as tuned into it as you two guys. But look, Staley Brass, Mark Staley Brass, the owner of CMRC, he's the same guy back in the Racer X Canada days. He just denied uh, a guy his number out of pettiness. He's struck deals out of uh, you know competitive um, things that out of. He's he's being. He struck deals with uh, non-competing uh, brands uh, that haven't benefited him. If they don't benefit him, he doesn't kind of strike the deals with them. It's it's pettiness is what it is. That excuse about cities that doesn't hold water with me. It doesn't hold water with really anybody. And I don't know what Mark's deal is. I'm not sure. I don't. I, I don't understand it totally. But this is uh, a bad move in my eyes for the series. It really is. I I um. I mean, you have to agree a little bit, for sure, but what you just said right there, people say, uh, this is something, again, I'm dealing with it on the local scene. Oh, you know, they're, they, they'll they say it behind the back at, at the at the meeting or whatever. Oh, you know, Mark did this or did that. Dude, he's still got a series. He's still got title sponsors. He's got a national televi- a television package. He's going to Connex to share this year for the uh, live thing. Like, I mean, Dickhead, goof, jerk, petty, biggest asshole you've ever met. Guy knows how to do something in business because he's run nationals for twenty some odd years, and it's never been as good as it ever has. And that's not. I wish I, I want to be a basher, but I just can't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These moves are definitely strange, but I don't see them making the series go down or up or anything. Right. I think it'll stay steady as it was this year. And for all the lackluster or negatives that we keep posing on them. Look at the lineup we're about to talk about here in this thing. If he sucks at doing his job, why the hell are all these people still coming up here? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely good points for sure. You know, you know, um, it's uh, Walton's race is at the end of the series. It's uh, sort of a one-off race with uh, some different formats, it's an exhibition race, really, right, guys? Really, just ex- <laughs> exhibition race? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, full exhibition. It doesn't count. For no, one hundred percent exhibition race, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, KTM is committed to it. Uh, I know the uh, the Gopher Dunes team is on the fence about it. But, Newf, we should see most most of the same competitors there, don't you think, at this Walton race? I would think, I would think just about everybody will be there. I mean, you, know who, won't be there, you know who won't be there is the, uh, the OTSF guys because they're in Mark's back pocket. So they uh, Actually, probably. apparently they're slotted to be there already. So. Really? Okay. All right, my bad. According to Brett Lee. Okay. All right. My bad then. Um, yeah. But yes, That's I think everybody away, should everybody should be there pretty much. I can't see why they wouldn't be. I mean, well, Digger says he's not going for sure. He doesn't know. And he's the one that lives the closest to the events. Why wouldn't he go? Because he wants to go to the U.S. Cough. up again. Oh, well, that that makes sense. Yeah. Because same yeah, weekend as uh, Butts Creek. Same weekend as Butts okay. Creek and then Indiana is the week after. So. Yeah, that's um, good. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's a shame that the, these tracks have gone. We'll see how the new ones go. New uh, Pleasant Valley track itself. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Well, the last time that we, well, the only time we raced a national there, I got third in the first moto, so oh. I love that place. Oh, okay, all right, here we go. There we go, Galdi, he loves then, that place. Um, and then I believe I got a flat tire in the second moto. It's, um, it's, I will be honest with you, it is a different, different track for sure. It's um, kind of strange dirt, uh, very loamy, rocky underneath, and um, it's different. It's one of those tracks that's very weird. And it takes guys, guys will struggle there. Some guys will excel, um, mm-hmm. and some will really struggle with setup and, and whatnot. But uh was never one of my favorite tracks, just um, was one of those deals. But uh, I did get a podium there. Well, there we go. Typical racer, right? I hate everything unless I do well. If it relates to my me, then... My story about yeah. that day in that race is way better, but I can't share can't it. Can't be shared, though. No, no, I know that story. Oh, you mean like off the track? Oh, buddy, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll make you laugh your head off. Well, I went. I went DNF. Hey, my moto finishes were DNF, DNF. So if that can help with the lead in, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Well, but he finished. He finished something though. That's all we'll say. The uh, I just I wish Mark Stallybrass wouldn't be so petty. I wish he wouldn't be so personal. I wish he would try to grow everyone so the series itself grows. But then maybe like Galdi says, all that stuff that people talk about and all these things that goes on, the OEMs still support it. The tracks are still there. The, the you know the, the lineup like we're going to talk about is deeper than ever. Maybe so. Whatever Mark's doing works, I guess. Don't you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's frustrating. Hey, it keeps us in, it keeps us in the job because we get to, you know create some drama and talk some shit. But right. his job is actually the reason but why we have a job. I can guess. we? Well, not me, but yeah, you two. Maybe. Not you. Um, can can we all agree though? The two fifty class. Purse money is a joke, and the fact that it's 25 minutes is a joke, and that was back to when it was regional series, and now that it's one series, it's ridiculous. Go ahead, Nuf. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the the purse money for sure is a, a joke, and now that I even think about it um, while we're talking here, I mean, yeah, to, to increase the purse, it costs money, but to extend that moto five minutes doesn't cost anybody anything. I think like, that's how I, you can hide behind the purse money, though. I guess, yeah, you, you, you make say, it shorter, you say, maybe hey, so. It's, it's shorter motos, you know. Um, so, you know, as being involved in the industry here in in Canada and and being involved in the local scenes and stuff, I mean, we all were gung ho for it to be, you know, let's go across Canada, have one series, um, whatnot. Well, now with the way that the economy is and the the industry and the support, it really hurts privateer guys that want to race and try to get support that there is no east and west anymore as much as the Mm -hmm. east and west could be looked at as a joke that created a lot of rides a lot of dealership rides and dealership support and um that's just gone there's hardly any privateers now that load up their van and their trailer and head across from coast to coast to do it because for one, if they get in the top ten, they make two hundred and fifty bucks, or they barely even cover their entry fee, let alone their some of their expenses. And it's just a lot. Canada's big. And, yeah, Canada, um, people don't realize. I, yeah, it's, it's it's. As an industry guy, I would love to see it go back to the to the east and the west. Oh, I never um, really and, thought of that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just it. I don't know. What do you think, Galdi? Like you see it that way? Well, yeah, we were talking about that before, and I really liked that that. You know, again, like you said, we were all gunning for it. But if we did go yeah. back, it might open up those opportunities for the local dealer to get back involved again and help that local rider. Um, one thing that I keep preaching about, step back to Walton for just a second, is get all these teams 
all, all year long, all they do is spend, 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 and the only positive is, is if they win. If they get second, it was not a successful year kind of thing. So now that Walton's way it is, maybe bring all the teams and – you know, have a setup there and, and a supply mechanic for all the local talent, yada, 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 and, and sort of recoup some of that money. Like a, a, a fan could go and pay to go and, and rent those guys. And then if the Nationals went east and west, the local shop could get more involved again, maybe bring a truck to the local races and sell their product as well as help a pro rider uh, go kind of thing. So I agree. It, it, it might be that thing, almost like what you guys keep talking about, Steve, on your shows about the chase, mixing it back up. Maybe it's an idea to step it back and really open it up and give those opportunities and almost a reason for that local guy to get back in the scene again. If you go, if you go back into the early 2000s when it was East and West, um, there was five or six extra teams in the East, five or six extra teams in the West that are not in the pits anymore. All these dealerships, the pits are bare now. Like the pro pits are bare because there's the main key teams that have two to three riders under it. And then, yeah, you get your handful of privateers, but they're mostly local guys that travel to the ones that are close. Um, there's barely, if you go through the list of guys and, and look at who's doing the full series, it's pretty, it's pretty bare. It's the ones we're about to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really right. Barely, barely 10 people um, per class. <clears throat> Yeah, you know what? I, when 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 CMRC went away from the regional 250 series, I liked it. I was in favor of that. But like, I was also in favor of doing away with the semi races at Supercrosses. And then they went away, and you're like, wait, nah, we need them back. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. this could be the same kind of example. <laughs> like in the in the heat races in Supercross, the top nine went. So like, the lack of intensity was scary. If you were six, seven, eight. Dude, you yeah, were just cruising. cruising. So, yeah. um, and everybody was. It was like, I'm going to cruise. You're going to cruise. We're all good. Let's make it the main. You know. Um, so the semis needed needed to come back, and maybe that's like this for the 250 series. Like maybe yeah, maybe the regional stuff. Like I said, I was in favor of it when it happened, but maybe yeah. Bring well, it. think of all the powerful dealers, especially new. For you're from, I mean, you know, you know the majority of them because you get to travel for the business side mm-hmm. of it. There's a lot of powerful dealers that could help that local kid. I mean, it, it doesn't cost this crazy amount of money to get a kid on a 250F, go get him a motor done, buy him a couple pipes, get him some suspension, and then supply him with a practice bike through the shop for all the advertising dollars and the benefit that you get out of it as far as branding yourself. It, it's, it's a $10,000 uh, deal for, for a nine-month thing, but getting like four solid weeks of like TV and press and extras yep. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and, when you think about you it like that, that it's, yeah. It's, when you say that, it sounds all good, and then you look at it from the other side. Why is a dealer like Whole Shot, that is a massive dealer here in BC, um, going to go and do that for a kid to travel all the way to Nova Scotia when it's yeah. doing zero for their for Whole Shot? For yeah. Their, right. yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. So uh, that, almost that every really... dealer in Canada, other than RoyalDistributing.com, which is not an actual dealer, they don't have an online sales. So there's no point of a guy trying to get drum up business in Nova Scotia. Or vice versa, right. if you're in BC. No, all right, okay. and it's heard at the and it's heard at the local level too, because now these dealers that were kind of all, you know, everybody loves to be part of the big show, but they've not part of the big show anymore, and they just really have just kind of weaned their way out of racing altogether. All right. They're like Newf. They get a couple of beers and like, I remember when we used to be there. A couple of tall boys yeah. changes your career quite a bit. <laughs> oh, I might go grab some. Can you guys hold on a bit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait, before we get right into it, who had to get the tall boys? Did Steve have them, Newf, or did you have to bring them? No, we had to go get them. Oh, I had to get them to drive me to the gas station. Of yeah. course, yeah. He probably wouldn't let you drive either. I oh, got no. the seat all set for me. Drive the original. You can drive the original line anytime. He knows the power <laughs> of original line. 
Um, powerful. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get in the preview. Let's break this thing down a little bit. Two uh, fifties and four fifties. Let's start with four fifties. This is gnarly. Uh, Matt Gerke won last year. He's on the OTSF Yamaha. Uh, Metcalf is uh, maybe should have won. Had not he had a couple of DNFs. He jumped ship to Gerke's team. So uh, Gerke and Metcalf are on the OTSF Yamaha team. Michael Lessie and Vince Freeze are now on Metcalf's old team, the Thor Cowie, no, Alpine Star Cowie team, Monster Cowie team. Uh, Fasciati, Gopher Dunes Honda, he'll, he'll be on the, uh, the same bike. Uh, Tyler Medallia is doing his own deal on a Husky, same as he did last year. Davey Millsaps is now on the uh, Thor KTM team um, with, Colton, with uh, Cole Thompson. And, uh, no, other way, Kevin Benoit. Kevin Benoit, sorry. Well, yeah, no, wait, and oh, I was getting to Benoit, yeah. Uh, Thompson's going to ride 250s, we'll get into that. Yeah. Benoit's in with Millsap's teammate, and, uh, and then Cade Clayson, that's nine guys, Cade Clayson is uh, on a redemption team, right? Um, so, that's nine guys, and, you know, we saw most of these guys last year in the series, except for Millsap's, uh, Mike and um, uh, Mike and Freeze only did one or two races, Gerke won Medi, like I said, had a couple DNS, but this is gnarly. Like, first up, who's going to win? Cole Fasciati. Really? That's my Fasciati. Fasciati. Okay, Noof. Well, it's pretty hard. See, this is this is why Frankie Tommy would be better. He's always second guessing no. himself. Well, I'm not second guessing anything. I'm going. I'm going with the same guy that won last year that I hated on on this podcast and said that he wouldn't even be in the top five. You said Gerke wouldn't be top five. I uh, no, and I even wrote the. I write this little MX1 preview for the for the program, and I didn't even have him in the top five. Um, <laughs> Let's call Frankie Tommy. Let's call him. Yeah, please. this guy. Yeah, I don't. Know, I know nothing. But um, anyways, we had a good laugh at me and Matt at the end of the year at Walton, and uh, I was completely wrong. But he would be my pick for the championship once again. Repeat. And I like Metcalf. I like Metcalf. I think Ooh, we're all different. Yeah, I think Matty. Uh, Matty would if you give him those. Somebody told me I didn't do the math, and maybe this is wrong. But if you gave Matty some points where he was when before his bike broke in two motos, then two, yeah. then he would have been right with Matt and maybe better. Somebody had said he'd be one point back or better, one point better. Actually, or I did that stat not that long ago. He, I think he would have actually been two points better or something three like points that better okay so yeah, my pick is tight. Me, and you know Maddie's on uh, on the OTSF Yamaha team which of course we saw with Kirky they're fine they, they're able to keep things together and so I think the bike issues will go away and I think Metcalf just week in and week out will be the better guy I'm a little worried when you look at this schedule uh Newf, I'll start with you when you look at these guys okay Gerke here's why uh goofball Galdi could be right Gerke uh <laughs> injured not riding you know, getting a late start on the Yamaha. Uh, Metcalf riding a Husky down in Australia, getting a late start on the Yamaha. Michael Essie riding a Honda all year in Supercross, now gets on a Cowie late start. Freeze gets on, same thing, late start on a Cowie, blah, blah, blah. Millsaps, been hurt, uh, never been up there before, everything else. Uh, Medallia and Benoit and Clayson, I like them for, 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 you know, top fives and maybe some podiums. But Fasciati, when you look at Colton, Nothing's changed. Bike hasn't changed. Program hasn't changed. Now he's doing the typical Fasciati thing where he doesn't ride much, doesn't race much. Uh, he came out to go for a couple of weeks ago, I guess. But like, if you look at the, all the the turmoil with the top guys, Fasciati has the least amount. Dude, if 
if Colton, if the Colton Fasciati shows up at round one next weekend, that was the same Fasciati that was at the last three or four rounds of last year. Yes, mm-hmm. he will win. But you just ne- with him, you never know, and that's that's my problem. I even said to Derek, I said on the phone, I said, man, if that guy can show up, he'll win. But you just never know. If everything is perfect to start the year off, then he can go there and if he starts hammering out moto wins right away but it took him until sandalee last year to win a moto that series was almost over and then he started banging them off and right. winning overalls i think he won the last three overalls in a row um and to touch on the gurky thing he was way less prepared last year and more injured coming into the year you're right and still good point still came and just he just he doesn't care, like he doesn't even care bike setup track can be whatever and he just hammers it out all hard no, and goes for it and yeah. he was good yeah no really offense good. to Gerky I don't know if at all if he really thinks too much about things if that's no. a nice way <laughs> no. of putting it um, there's not a lot of extra thought going on in Matt Gerky's head to confuse him no you know? it, um, he's the right amount of dumb uh, Galdi Fasciati showed up at Dunes. Uh, were you worried at all of that ride, or that doesn't even matter? Uh, I mean, you, if you watch that and you were a fan, you'd be like, "Oh my God, I'm really worried about Colton right now." Yeah. I think I, uh, I, I don't. I think I should pull back the mortgage on my house that I just gambled. Um, but uh, he, I talked to him after, and of course, me being the big mouth and goofing off, I'm like, "Hey, man, you looked really bad out there today." And he's <laughs> like, "I don't really like this track. Not really a fan. It was cold." He, and then he just started gooning me. He's like, make sure you write about that and tell everybody how much I suck and I'm not going to do good and stuff like that, okay? So everybody doesn't count me in for Cam Loops. So he's ready. That guy's yeah. ready right okay. now. Yeah, they're ready to go. Um, well, the still, the same sand tracks are on a schedule. Like, just go ahead, Noof, and give Gurky 1-1 a, a gopher, right? Just go, the, Does he even need to show up? No, just just already. Yeah, he already got the money. Yeah. Both hole shots, one. Yeah, there you go. And, no, uh, don't give him the hole shots. He doesn't. That's not his style. That's right. That isn't his style. At least style, there. At least there. And then what about? Well, actually, yeah. And did he win Deschambeau also, or is that? It's not quite a Sandy's Gopher, but did he? No, Metcalf won Deschambeau last okay. year, but he won a moto, I think. Yeah, okay. he won one moto because uh, Fasciati and Meddy took moto. each other out. Took each other out last year. Right. So. Like what I'm saying is, is Galdi might be right with this Fasciati pick because of all these uncertainty. But then, like you said, Newf Gerke doesn't had more factors going up last year. We talked last year in our podcast. It was all about how he's coming back from injury. You know, he doesn't have no yeah. time on the bike. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. I just I want Colt to win. I I, I mean, he's more than capable of. Just you know, I think, uh, and he is more. Health. Colt was hurt last year coming into the series too. This year. Uh, mm-hmm. He's healthy, so I don't know, man. When I watched, I watched a replay of all the Canadian Nationals um, about a week ago, two weeks ago, and watching Gurky's chain fall off at Moncton in the first moto, and he's just like manhandling, putting this chain back on, and then just goes <laughs> faster than anybody. I mean, I wouldn't even be able to ride the bike. I'd be like, holy shit, this chain's going to fall off again. He just didn't even care. He got and a fifth, back right? And got a fifth or something? Yeah. Six, I think. That won him the title, right? He, he won that one, by that eight points? title, yeah. Yeah, that was hey, the title ride right there. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it comes down to those three, Gerke, Matty, Fasciati. I think Millsaps, the big addition this year is Millsaps. He's riding the K- KTM. Uh, K- he's going to ride his same bike that he rode down here, Air Forks, you know, basically a factory KTM. Um, yeah. it's gonna, so I think if you look at the bikes, Millsaps will have the best bike. 
that's a factory KTM. Now, Gophers, you know, got a, a strong program on their Hondas. Uh, uh, the, the Monster Cowie guys are bolting stuff on. The OTSF guys are bolting stuff on. Um, Millsaps would have the best bike. I, I really believe that. You guys, you guys think so? I could. I, I mean, it, it, if you're saying, obviously, you know much more than us as far as that. He's not. He's not coming to Canon riding the same bike as Benoit. Do you, no. He's riding, no. Do yeah. you think? Do you think a factory bike is going to make a major difference at Nanaimo? <laughs> I think it will make a major difference, anyways. I think. I think it makes okay. a difference because you're used to you, it all year. You know, you've been you would know. It. You would yeah. know better than than no. me on that. But I don't know if riding a 1971. Or whatever would be make you any better at Nanaimo. Wow, that's only one, <laughs> one, two motos out of you know twenty. But, um, but here's the thing with Millsaps. I think Millsaps, out of all these guys, he is the most talented guy. I he's the most talented rider out of this whole bunch, without he a doubt. He is James Stewart in Canada Dude, right now, but he's, can he? Yeah, can he? Yeah. Can he? Yeah. Can he do twenty motos without getting hurt? I'm not sure. I really, does I, he care to do 20 motos and, and, yes, and chase it? Yes, I think he does. I really do. Yeah, okay. yep, I think he does. I think, he, I think he's got financial incentive to win this thing, um, which you know is always nice for these guys. He's got a nice... He said on your show, though, it's not about the money. He's yeah, doing it just to stay in yeah, shape. Yeah, yeah, that's all these guys. It's not about the money. Right? And he's not that politically correct. He sounds like a guy that says what it is. And No, it's, 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 he's got a nice package, I've heard. All um, right. Well, that's but, good. But I don't... I, the guy hasn't done a whole outdoor series forever down here. And since Honda. Yeah, since the Honda days. So I don't like his odds to make it through the series without missing some races. I'm sorry. I, he's beat up, man. You want to talk about an old 28-year-old 20, or whatever Davey, old, old Davey is. Like, <laughs> he's dude, a beat up 28. <laughs> dude, he's got so many injuries. He's missing an organ, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if Millsaps – okay, let me put it this way. If Davey stays healthy, races 20 motos, I think he wins. But I don't think he makes 20 motos. I I don't think he still wins if he makes the 20 motos, just for the sheer fact of everything's too fresh and new. Um, yeah, going back to what you're saying about Fasciati having the edge of not changing, yada, yada, I think that would bite him in the butt enough uh, where those other three guys, including Matty and Gerke, Will be more consistent enough mm-hmm. to stop a twenty moto Millsaps or, or to to push him back enough to not win a title. Noof, how much do you think that is an advantage? We we talked about that with Davey on the show and everything else. How much of an advantage, if at all, maybe you don't think it is, knowing the tracks? I think it's I think it is a big advantage, mm-hmm. and for whatever I reason, do t- I do it, too. Yeah, it seems. Whatever we got going on up here with the with the tracks that we go to, they are different. It, they form different. The the whole the whole procedure is different of everything. And you know, I look at it. I've watched Brett Metcalf on TV for years and years, and I see him, and he's at Glen Helen or Hangtown. He's battling, you know, fifth and sixth mm-hmm. and this and that. And I'm like, this guy is going to freaking destroy everybody next weekend in, in Kamloops. And then he gets there, and he's on, well, he's usually on a different bike, so that does have something with Davey being on the same bike he has in the U.S. Mm-hmm. He gets there, he looks very human to when I'm watching him, I mean, yes, you can see his line choice is different, but you know, he'll be behind a Tyler Medaglia for four or five laps. If he doesn't get the start and he's battling with um, guys that I'm just thinking like, there's no way that these guys can yeah, run they, that pace in the U S right. Well, I but just they think, come yeah. here and they're human. I think the tracks. Maddie, Maddie, well, hey, yeah. before you guys go, Maddie's racing this weekend, eh? At Glen Helen. 
Not that oh, I know of. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. I, um, Adam Robinson, team manager of the OTSF, was at Bondi's shop there two days ago picking up some motors and said he's racing on a Yamaha oh. uh, on their bike at yeah. Glen Helen this well, week. Well, it would have been nice to know that from my fantasy podcast show. But, yeah, we'll have to talk about that. So that'll <laughs> help. That'll that'll help. But, um, yeah, I think just think it's the tracks. I think it's, I think knowing where the tracks go and develop and everything else, Noof, yeah. and I think they don't get that rough. So when you when you get things really rough, I think the elite riders rise to the top, and you know I think that so no matter how great you are, you do struggle with the tracks a little bit being narrow and not that rough. Yes, I um, agree. But I still well, and I, I I disagree with you on the on the rough thing, but um, well, because lose, some yeah. of them do get yeah. extremely rough and some are smooth. Yes, but. Um, so yeah, I think Millsaps if he stays up, I think he wins. But I, I don't like his odds to do that. Um, and Galdi, you already said you don't think even if he stays out there for twenty motos, he won't win. What do you think, Nuv? Um, I, I'm on the same page as you. I, I find it very hard to believe that um, the twenty motos is going to happen for him. I, he could prove us all wrong. I think he needs to do do it. I mean, for his own career and, and sake and whatnot. But um, I just can't. Uh, I just can't you, see it. I, I'm, having a hard, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around that he's even coming up here still. <laughs> no, right? I'm with I, you. It just seems so bizarre to me, and yeah. it's it's awesome. Like I, as a fan, and um, I'm yeah, it'd be super cool. It's going to be awesome to watch him, but I, I don't know. Um, and don't forget the exhibition race, twenty-two motos. Yeah, he's coming to it. Yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. He is. Um, it's really cool though. It's a stack series. Uh, Galdi, what exactly? Now I get signing Michael Lessi or Vince Freeze. I get that. Wanting one of those two guys to come up to Canada. They've both won. You know, they've they, they've both shown speed. But what exactly was Jason Hughes thinking in signing both of them? Like, is he just trying to get the team that is? Everybody hates and controversial, especially in Canada. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's like he's the devil and just wants to hire the most controversial guys, right? Uh, sort of thing, maybe. But uh, if you look, at, yeah, you can look at it that way, one hundred percent. Like it does seem a bit strange, and it's like they come as a package, uh, no matter where they go. Um, but from rumors and small text messages from Jason Hughes, he's all mad at me right now because I made fun of him in a, in a write-up that I did this winter. Um, and actually leading to him, he's the guy that let me in on the Millsaps thing because he asked me to change something in an article I wrote. And I'm like, I'm not changing that, man. Quit you worrying. I go, We're not curing cancer out here, dude. I'm writing something. It's my opinion. He's like, I'll give you a secret. I'll give you a secret. And he's like, Navy Millsaps <laughs> Canada. And that was the Monday or, wait, sorry, my Monday flood. So Tuesday after Toronto Supercross. I'll give you a he secret that if you me. take it out. Um, but the other, <laughs> the other stuff that I have learned on rumor wise is that uh, they come at a, the perfect price. Yeah, no, that could be. That could be. You know, they I come just at the perfect price for Canada. It's a curious hiring to get both guys on your team. I mean, literally, people are going to throw shit at Freeze in Quebec. They won't forget. Oh God, I got to make sure I go to one. They of those will races. not forget, right? I mean, I, I'm being serious. Like, no, it's like right. Remembrance Day. The last, lest we forget, they're they're. They're going in for blood. Um, and honestly, and, and again with Metcalf, like I'm not 100 confident in that team uh, keeping those bikes together. You know, I'm really not. They, we saw it last year. I don't know if they're cutting hey, that, corners. Again, or, we're, we're, we base a lot of this talk we're going on on stats. Last year, OTSF did not push bikes off the track. Uh, yeah, you know, leading, um, leading or not leading it. Sorry, Monster Alpine Star Kawasaki did. So uh, you, you never hoped that, but it happened. So if we were to handicap these dudes. Uh, Mike or Freeze, who does better? What do you think, Aldi? Well, 
at the beginning of it, when I heard it all, I said freeze. But after what I saw from Supercross and how I think Mike is riding right now as just a guy sitting and being able to watch from a couch, I got him. I got Mike right now. Okay. All right. And what do you yeah. think? What do you think, Niv? Uh, I think freeze. Yeah. I think freeze. different. No, I'm not being different. I'm you telling you, you based <laughs> off of what I think, and I think that... You're going to text me after this and be like, oh, I would have picked Alessi, but it's better I for the think show. I want to pick Alessi. I like Mike more than Vince. <laughs> I don't know Vince at all, but I like Mike as a person. But I think that Vince is going to be able to adapt to the bike a lot quicker. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Highly unlikely, but... Um, I think he'll adapt to the bike quicker, and for whatever reason, it seems like, you know, well, I don't need to tell you guys this, but the Black Cloud is always following Mike around, even when he was up here two years ago, and even when he came up last year and tried to race Calgary, he didn't finish, he was hurt. Um, when he was up right. here two years ago, he had stuff go wrong. Um, there was this, there was that, and that's basically Yeah, but he can't bake on that now. Look at the streak he's got going now. He what just killed us. Did he have one of his best Supercross races series? He's in a happy mood. He's vacationing with his wife. His old man just got married. He's not coming to all the races. Oh, is it on. true that is it true that the the team told Tony he can't come to the races? I don't know how the hell you're, that's that's he's going to have the same kind of masks as I do. Getting to the track, <laughs> it's Frankie Tommy. You guys again. can maybe get a two for two for one deal. Yeah, yeah, Imagine exactly. that. That'd be sweet. We're a family. We get a family deal. Um. <laughs> I, I think I think Mike does better. I do. I think Mike does better. Um, he knew he knew nothing. But do you? <laughs> uh, okay, let's uh, let's move on. Kevin Benoit, the two-time 250 MX champion, now riding 450s. Is he is he a sleeper for this title or, or no? Is it learning year for him? Noof, what do you think? Um, I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be better than a lot of people think. I think he's put in a lot of work. He's He's big enough to ride the 450 good, and um, I mean, I don't know if he's going to win any motos. I think he will get the odd podium when the stars are aligned, but mm -hmm. um, I think he'd be in it for, you know, it's going to be tough. I mean, it is the most stacked field, let's say, ever. Um, but uh, I think he's going to be better, stronger than people think on that bike. And, mm -hmm. I mean, Galdi's seen him ride at the dunes this year, and he looked good, right? Yeah, he... I mean, again, not everybody might have been throwing their A-card, but he, he looked so good. And the 20, both motors were 20 minutes long, so, you know, endurance didn't become a factor or anything. But he killed everybody. Whole shot moto, gone. Like, he looked really good, really good. Where like, we were texting there, he came from the 6-7 place guy. I, I, he's my sleeper. If, I'm, if we're picking a sleeper, he's, he's my underdog. If we're doing that stupid fantasy league that me and Newfer in this winter, I'd pick that guy because he'd get the handicap on the first round and then you'd get you lots of points or whatever, mm -hmm. however that damn thing worked. So can you well, win? Brad, 50 bucks. Do you think he can win motos? Uh, if all the cards went right, like maybe like Medi and Gurky got bad starts or maybe a tip over or something like that, and he gets away like he can. We've you know, like you see the kind of starts the guy gets, and his first two laps are full JSRS, where he just goes bombshell. I think he closes his eyes, and he you know has a lit pro in his brain and just follows the the, the GPS factor, of the track kind of thing. Because he just is gone. I could see that happen. I could see him winning a moto 100% this year in the 450 class. Noof, what do you think? Huh? Uh, well, I wouldn't pick him for a moto win quite yet. I think his time will come in a year yeah. or two. But uh, I would put uh, I'd put a fifty down on on that Galdi. All right, there it is, right there. 
Racer X Online podcast. Right, fifty money, bucks. Money has exchanged hands. I have a bet. <laughs> well, I have a bet with someone who shall go nameless that Vince Freeze will not be in the top five overall. What, does the name rhyme with anything? You usually do that. Shmashim Shmamas. Oh, okay. Um, uh, yeah. You know, because when I look at Gurky, Medi, Mike, Mafasiati, that's four. And he, he has, you said he has freeze. You have no freeze. I have not freeze in the top five. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the, the guy did come up here, and I know I'm not basing it off of one moto or one round, but he did he, come up yeah. here and win a 450 moto and what looked like he was going to win the second moto too until he fell. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah, yeah, um, no he's, uh... Do we all think the title comes down to Gurky, Medi, Fasciati, and Millsaps? Is that. Is there anyone else? One of those four guys is going to win it. Uh, I, man, I, this is hard to pick. You can't not put unless your freeze in there. But again, for the title, the Goldie, bike, for the title, ah, the title, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I guess, yeah, that's yeah, those four I mean, race wins, sure, moto wins or whatever. Okay, yeah, I could definitely yeah. see that. But the yeah, title, those four. right? Noof, am I? Well. No, I agree. Those three, those three for sure. But no, I actually um, named four. But yeah, four. Well, I wasn't listening. I was thinking <laughs> no about who's going to be. I was thinking about who's going to be mad at me at Kamloops if anybody actually listens to this. So that's what I was actually just thinking about. <laughs> hey, we get like, blown out. We got blown out last year. You told me you got blown out by somebody, and I definitely got blown out by. Uh, who the hell did I get blown out by last year? Amazing. Somebody I, blew me out. The Canadian motorcross scene have have th- having thin skin. No way. <laughs> Can't I know, a eh? big surprise. I still have the Blackfoot guys hating on me regularly for things I wrote five still, years ago about. They're still brewing a, a witch's brew yeah, with a couple up, of your mannequin putting, heads in there. Putting up the canopies for the rare That's pandas. because, like, I like everybody, and <laughs> I like to think that everyone likes me, but then at the first round, I'm, like, always really cautious about walking by somebody's tent because I might have said the wrong thing on a podcast. Well, listen, I, like, I, the owner of the, <laughs> the, 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 owner of the, of the uh Monster Cow Soccer Team, Jason Hughes, I like Jason. I've had good conversations with him. I would ask him straight up, what the hell are you doing? Why are you hiring yeah. these two guys? I would ask him that right now. Like, what are you doing? Hire, he'll, hire he'll one. Grab his but, chin and be like, budgets, bro. Budgets. Yeah, but, dude, you could get some other guys. Uh, just both of them together, it's like too much. Some crazy shit is going to happen. It's going to happen to your team. What do, what do we? Th- what's, who's it going to happen to? Is it going to happen to Mike or Vince? Either one, don't both. Forget, we I don't, don't know. To, we don't no go idea. to Quebec. We don't go to Quebec for a while, so Vince yeah. has a... A cushion. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, uh, Tyler Medallia, uh, is this the year that we all kind of count him out of things, and he, he you know, he, and he doesn't do it because I know I feel like every year we don't talk about him enough, and then next thing you know, he's on the podium, he's got a moto win, he's got you know whatever, and we're like, oh yeah, Tyler Medallia, that's right, he's still really good. Do you guys feel like that? Do you feel like he gets lost sometimes a little bit? I think so, for sure. I mean, um, you look at it, he actually led a lot of laps last year with, I don't know how many laps, but he seemed like he led it multiple times Mm -hmm. throughout the year. I watched, uh, I don't remember what round it was, but he was battling with Metcalf for like a podium. He is like way better than what people think, I guess. But for whatever reason, he just never seems to be the big name coming in. Um, I think this year... It's going to be tougher for him once again, but you just can't count him out because he's that guy that's there every moto. Um, he's in shape and he gets good starts. So you know what I mean, helps. Galdi? Like we're we're almost oh. never talking about him enough. Well, if you guys want to rewind, last year he was my guy. He was my sleeper. 
Uh, a fifth place, maybe not the sleeping position that you get want to get, but anyway, <laughs> uh, big change for him this year, 350. Yeah. Oh, I didn't he know that. A, oh. He is riding the 350, uh, oh, that's, and that's, uh, that's, talking with him, he writes a column for me on guaranteedmx.com, but... And he talks about it. We text each other a lot. Actually, I find, you know, he's one of my closer friends as far as a, being friends with a pro racer. And I feel like we we don't give him credit enough because we don't think he's strong enough to battle with these guys that are, like, almost men. And I think we look at Tyler like he's still No, I don't boy. think so. I, I don't not, not, think not of that. Not like that. But I, mean, I don't think of that. Golly, I think that's dumb. No, that's not. Dumb. Okay, sorry. Bad analogy. Bad analogy. But <laughs> he he doesn't seem like championship status on the big bike where he was on the on the little bike. So we, we leave him out of the groups of the Fasciotis, Medis, and stuff like that. I think this year this bike can help him. And the bike itself, uh, motor-wise, it's got 64 horse um, uh, on the motor sort of thing, and it, not as much torque as a 450, so it might be missing much there. But towards the end of the motos, like you, like you just said, Newt, he leads a lot of laps but never finishes in that same position. So now towards the end of the motos, I feel like he might be a little bit more aggressive and may surprise a few of the guys that might be settling in that 2, 3, 4, 5 position. No, I don't see him winning a moto, but I, I feel like he'll get the same or maybe one or two more podiums than he did last year. First of all, maybe he needs to stop doing the tour of Moncton on bicycles daily, on the daily, because that probably, you know, he's probably not strong Where enough. Where the hell else do you go with If that? he is having problems with strength and, and late in the moto, stop getting, stop doing the tour he's to Moncton. He's a small dude, though. He like, okay, but I, listen. Like 140 There's pounds, a reason man. why these dumb 350s aren't raced in American motocross, ever. No one. They suck balls. There's no replacement for displacement on the starts, on the track, everything else. These three of these are badass. They're great bikes for 98% of the people out there. But on a pro motocross uh, against Davey Millsaps and Gurky and Medi, that's a dumb move. I don't know if Husky made him do that or if he thinks it's going to move. No, he, it's his decision. Okay, well, too much cycling and too much, you know, losing too many hey, brain so cells. Wait a minute, cycling. though. Mike Alessi did it once. Does that not prove it can happen? Yeah, he won one moto that entire year, and the entire rest of the year he sucked balls. I agree 100%, but it did happen once. So that, does well, that not give you the position where it could happen? No. Okay. Well, I'll take the other 23 motos as proof. Like, I, it's, uh, yeah, it's just not – you just can't – you can't uh, – I don't know, whatever. If he chose it, that's great, but <laughs> not, a, not a smart move in my opinion. Um, All right. But um, I do feel like he's underrated. I do feel like we don't talk about him enough, you know? As far as that goes, does it matter in that sense? Like, uh, uh, tr- like a lot of the tracks in the U.S. are way bigger. Yeah, they're deeper. They're loamed up. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. Uh, and our tracks are a little bit more choppy, small. Yeah. You know, corner, corner, shoot to corner kind of thing. Not a lot of long yeah. straights, except for a few tracks. Is that gonna play helper? Or? No, 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 no. You're you're against it all the way. Yeah, it's not winning you over. Yeah, how's it gonna go in the sand if, tracks? If, and- if Husqvarna and KTM gave you one hundred thousand dollars. And said, all you get to talk about as far as a sponsor is the, is the pump up the three fifty. You would turn it down. No, I take that hundred grand. Oh. <laughs> I fifty the rules, but that's, that's, that's not where I'm at. So, um, <laughs> hey, so uh, uh, another couple guys, uh, Clayson, Kate Clayson, number six. He's fast. He's in that mix, right? He'll be. I don't think he's going to win motos, but I mean, you guys saw him last year. He'll be solid. He's a good, solid guy. He's going to be a point stealer. From from the good guys, like say the moto where Gurky's chain pops off, or mm-hmm. maybe the moto that Metcalf crashes. Instead of them coming up and getting a fifth, they might get a sixth because Clayson rides good enough, and they lose two points. That's that's where Clayson's got to fit in yep. this year. Yeah, yeah, it should be interesting. He's a little bit uh, of a, you know he's a 
pretty good dude, and he knows the tracks now after being up there last he year. He's so. hurt though, right? I, he didn't do the team photo shoot a couple weeks ago. Yeah, he, he got yeah, hurt he, at that Supercross. Yeah, so. Nick Way. He got Nick Wade. But it's not. It's not like yeah. like series threatening. No, he'll be fine. Um, right. Am I missing anybody else? Like, what's Keese doing? Is, is <laughs> what? Keese is doing boxes of donuts. He's not doing anything. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, Keese is, is just riding locally. He's got a really good uh, side business going with his okay. girlfriend doing a training facility. Not him, the girlfriend. Um, and uh, he's got his business going. He's just hanging out and being Keister. Big red beard, big red belly. Okay. Um, yeah. So who am I missing? Uh, we, we got we got nine guys. Who's going to get tenth in nationals? Noof. You. That's a good question. <laughs> I'm not. The problem is, is we behind, know that. That, behind that behind that group, we don't even know. Like these guys aren't throwing out Instagrams or PRs. Like I follow the majority of them. Mm-hmm. You got like guys like Michael De Silva uh, in there, uh, Sean Swanson. Robinson, Kyle Swanson. He'll be in there. He was pretty Kyle good last Swanson, year. Yeah, Kyle Swanson. I think Josh Allen is is riding like as far as like a B guy under the the uh, Monster Alpine Star team. Um, Okay. I'm, maybe Brock Hoyer will come to a couple. Hoyer's only doing the first round. Okay. So basically how I see it, there's going to be the nine dudes. There'll be three or four privateers. And then, yeah, there might only be 15 or 16 dudes on the gate. There's nobody else. Do we see <laughs> at Kamloops less than nobody 40 riders in MX1? Am I stealing yeah, your line, Steve? 100%. 100%. There's, there's 100%. no way there'll be... There'll be no more than 40 dudes on the gate at Kamloops. So we're like the GPs. What about, yeah. c- can we get Beats out? Katie Beats? Little no, Beats? He's, God. he's too angry. That's, that's <laughs> not happening. Beats, bro. That's not happening. Beats and Nanaimo. Unless you, were, unless you paid Pulp MX money for the most takeouts. Pulp, uh, Nanaimo and Beats, they go together like, like peanut butter and I jelly. Know. Like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> um, all right, let's take a commercial break here. And uh, fuck, we're fifty-six minutes in. We haven't talked two fifties. Uh, listen to this. Com- <laughs> listen to this commercial break from uh, Race Tech suspension. Use code Pulpamex sixteen to save yourself money at Race Tech and Michelin Starcross Five. Brand new tire out from the folks at Michelin. MichelinMotorcycle dot com. Listen to these commercials, and we'll be right back. Hey, thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Racetech people, Racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over 30 years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with Racetech. Trust me on this. There's more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to, uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you, and probably 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for Racetech. I guarantee you. Freeze, Gilmore, some of the guys just using uh, Racetech Privateer Proven. They work with uh, Ben LeMay also. They're back with Ben LeMay. And uh, they offer a full line of Racetech high-performance springs. These springs are called high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10%? At uh, Racetech, go to PulpMX2015. When you order, you can save 10% at Racetech.com. And they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast, and we thank you guys. All right. Back to the show.
Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And what's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire was wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally, you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage, so uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses. Key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction handling. They do it all. Starcross Five, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out. The local dealer people. These guys no tires and they know what they're doing and we're back racerx online podcast is done by fox racing uh ryan the noof lockhart and uh ryan the galdi gald on uh on the podcast canadian national preview all right before we get into surprises and disappointments and shocking moments and all that kind of stuff uh let's talk 250s and first up noof i can't believe cole thompson said to ktm hey I'll ride 250s in Canada if, if you support me in 250s in Supercross and by giving them good bikes. And from what I hear, he didn't even get the good stuff necessarily that he was thought he was going to get. And he's now in the 250 class. He is a heavy favorite to me to win this title. But I also think it's a terrible career move by Cole. Yeah, it's a bit of a seems like a bit of a step back after having such a solid first 450 year in Canada. I mean, he won motos, he won overalls, he was a podium guy, national number four. Um, why would you do this? Just because why? of Supercross support? Like, you'd really, you'd really sacrifice? And, I mean, he's always been the guy, too. I can remember even, you know, going back a few years ago, I mean, he always rode 450s. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he rode 250s in Supercross, but he's always been a 450 guy in my eyes. When I watch him ride, he's a 450 guy. He lugs the bike. He's mm-hmm. not a rever. He's not on the edge. He's very smooth. I don't know. I mean, um, as far as the name, yeah, he's a contender for sure. But I just, no, no, he, I, he he's got this thing on lock. If you ask me, no, I know that, but no. I disagree. Oh, okay. Um, Galdi, bad move for Cole, right? I know we just talked about why he did it, but still, you gotta, you can't do this. This is a bad move. So you can honestly think that this was his decision? Yes, from what I understand, it was. No way. I there's no way. Well, okay, so JSR is gonna say, "Hey, Cole Thompson, you won motos and races in the premier class. Ah, we're gonna put you in two fifties." Uh, no, I don't think the conversation went quite like that. Well, then, I think it more more along the lines of uh, Kevin Benoit's moving up. 
uh, we're going to we think that's the next one, and, and then, Cole, we're going to make it possible for you to make the same money in the 250 class as he did the 450. Well, JSR should be fired then, and I love JSR. You're going to you're going you're gonna, you're gonna put your eggs in, in a rookie's basket, Benoit. I know he's French-Canadian. I know all that things to work, you know, but you're going to – Poutine power, bro. Poutine, poutine power. power. You're going to put your I, – I don't think so. Gall, did you, is that true? Like, do you know have, it, have that on, like, good authority? That's no, I don't. I don't have any messages or anything from <laughs> Noof, that whatsoever. Noof's like, no, he's like, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my sources and rumors. If you, but I just, I feel like knowing the exact same thing what you said. The, the 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 French guys, no matter your JSR, Andy White, KTM, whatever it is, French support the French. And it's been sold that way for That's millions fine. of years I here living it. in Canada. I get it. But, and, you, but you're going to tell a moto and race winner in 450 class that that you now want him to drop down? Uh, I don't believe there was actual conversation. I think there's a little bit of a slip into the contract that didn't get noticed. Oh, stop it. I don't know. I yeah. I, I, I just made now, that now up. You're all, <laughs> Goldie just said I just made that up. Okay. I just I mean, made that up. It's a... Uh, I mean, look, yeah, I don't know, man. I can't believe it Cole seems pretty this, so. odd, for sure. Like, come totally. on, like, I mean, how do you do it or whatever? But okay. obviously, there's something out there that maybe is not shared or whatever. But it does seem a little if, bit silly. If we put and, Cole, if we put Cole in the 450 class, I mean, we are talking about him as a potential title winner, right? Yes or no? No, no, top no. three. Oh, okay, podium guy. I think he, I okay. think he wears. Yeah, I think he almost repeats the same number or one or two less. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. um, so okay. I say he's the heavy favorite. Noof, you say no. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I said, I just kind of explain my theory of how he rides the bike, and just he doesn't look to me like a two fifty guy. I mean, I, I don't know. I just find it hard to believe if he goes out and wins Kamloops, I would be really shocked. Really, really, he rides that bike really good, dude. Okay, I'm no not offense. saying he doesn't ride it good. He no, always looks okay, good on a bike. No offense. No, no, no. No offense. There's only one other guy that's close to him, right? I just, yeah, well, you're, okay. So who? Jeremy, right? Yes, Why are Jeremy. we talking about anybody else? And then, but you guys are just counting out um, Jacob Hayes right out of the get-go. Oh, so Jacob Hayes is going to come to Canloops and work Cole Thompson. Well, I'm still thinking about the bet that we made. Dude, how much? That we talked about. How many tall I'm boys? I'm telling you. How many tall boys have you lose, had today? You're gonna lose that bad news. How many tall boys you had right now? I haven't had any, dude. It's gotta be I Jeremy heard, or Cole or Cole. Uh, I keep saying I Cole. I heard. I heard that at the photo shoot slash testing week at Camloops. That's where it was. Camloops. Jacob for the monster team. Yes, Jacob Hayes yeah. was unbelievable. Made the other guys. Looked like they weren't even pros, and it was unreal. Okay, he made Michael Lessie, a national winner in the past, look like he wasn't even a pro. That's what I heard, man. I, I don't know. I didn't see it with my own two eyes. Right. I'm just going off of what I think, and I think that everybody thinks that Jacob Hayes can't ride outdoors. He's an indoor guy only. I disagree with that 100%. I'm going to hang up I, on you. I disagree with that as well because the guy was born bred through the Team Green program Winning Loretta's championships. He's fast outdoors. He has had a, a, a lull outdoors as far as racing goes the last bunch of years. But I have to side with Steve a little bit. I don't think he's going to be. I think Steve has got him almost in the garbage can over there the way he's talking about it. But I feel like he's not going to win Kamloops. 
Okay, no, no, I'm saying Hayes is fine, he's good, he'll be in the mix, but if you pick anybody other than Cole Thompson for the title, it has to be Jeremy Medallia. And so, and, and, and you know, so therefore, uh, Noof's theory of like, oh, I don't even know if he's the second best guy. You know? <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> hey, can we step into last year's Arena Cross Tour Series and Jacob Hayes and Cole Thompson basically, you know, nose to nose at every single moto after the third main event of the year they hated each like, other too, maybe right? that happens yeah they, yeah could. i mean could no it's a little different but um oh, golly so in the way in golly did you are you going with are you on my side heavy favorite or no um no i actually i think that i have jeremy medallia as the heavy favorite i feel like smashing my phone right now and hopefully maybe both of you will be smashing the head <laughs> well that's cool then me and newfa carry on the show people might listen then I mean, oh. <laughs> can Jeremy Medaglia right now step into 50 class and win motos? No. No, he can't. Cole Thompson can. He can. He did it three years ago. Three years ago he can against Millsaps and Gerke and, and Metcalf and Mike and, and Fossey. He beat Metcalf. He beat Metcalf 2013. In one moto. No, he won two motos that year. That was the year that you picked him as Who your sleeper. Did? Oh, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy did, didn't he? I forgot about that, yeah. When he rode for MX-101, he jumped out of the 250F class since 2008, up to the 450, won motos, and has now gone back down. Three yeah. years ago. You know what? I'm actually convinced now. I just changed my mind. <laughs> now that you said it like that, Steve, when you said, can, I'm, I'm looking at it like this, can Jacob Hayes go into the 450 class right now and win motos? No. Can Cole Thompson? Yes. Yeah! Yeah! That's what okay, I'm, saying. I'm on your side. Okay, I'm, That's what I'm been, saying you guys are, you guys are go Cole, go. <laughs> you guys are <laughs> drunk. Like this was first of all a bad move for Cole, and I. But I think he's, I think he's the favorite, absolutely, to win this title. Uh, I, you know I'm what? I'm, gonna, I'm texting JSR when we hang up, and I'm going to ask him what the deal was. I don't know if he'll tell me the truth, but I'm going to text him. Um, <laughs> so I gave it to you allegedly. <laughs> well, no. Then you said at one point. You said, you, at one point, you said I made it up. You made something up. So. I made that full story. Um, so, uh, okay, is this the year? Uh, so we got Cold, we got Jeremy, Jacob Hayes on the Monster Team, Moffenbeier, right? Redemption Team. Hundred um, percent. What does that mean, Golly? Hundred percent. What does that mean? <laughs> he, he is. He is my dark horse this year. <laughs> I just name his title. name Noof. I name his name off, and he just yells "hundred <laughs> percent." I didn't ask a question. I didn't. He is wearing. No. He is wearing hundred percent goggles. If that means anything. Oh, okay. that's true. It was a. It was a sponsor oh, okay. plug right there. <laughs> um, uh, Dylan Wright, uh, Jess Pettis, right? A couple of Canadian kids. Do I go on really that? I don't know. What I'm else. really weak. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm really weak on my 250 knowledge this year for some reason. Well, again, after the ones we're talking about, they're not out there going, I'm going to all nine rounds. I'm, I'm Instagramming this. I'm, you know what I mean? We follow all these Ten guys. rounds. They, Ten rounds. Ten rounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guaranteedmx.com, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And right. one exhibition. An exhibition, right. Uh, you know, like, like, I base, like I base it off of, like, I don't know, is Dylan Wright going to be better this year than last year? Galdi, you would know better than me. You've watched him race. Well, okay, so last year I nothing? said he'll get a couple podiums, but won't podium overall. He did podium overall. Yeah. I can honestly say 
that I think he should win at least one moto this year. Everything oh. will have to work out and some stars will align, but he will win a moto this year. Whether he gets the overall or if it's a one DNF, I don't know about that part, but I think this year he wins a moto, um, solidifying him as a championship contender for another two years in that class. He was he's been down here a lot. Been down in California for a long yeah. time, yeah. He's been training with uh Gurky, actually. Okay. He's been with Gurky for like a month and a half. On the Matt Gerke program. Good God, he must have some stories. Well, it's, it's probably more like just pounding motos and not really understanding what Matt's saying. <laughs> um, so, uh, Jess Pettis, what do we think of him, Noof? I think Pettis will be quite a bit better this year. I mean, finally gets um, some support that he's you know didn't have last year, I guess, on the same bike, on a Yamaha. Um, trained with Fasciati all winter, or I shouldn't say all winter, but for a couple months in Georgia. He looks bigger to me, like he's always been small and frail and fragile looking. He looks a lot bigger. Um, I think, does he get a podium? Maybe not, he's maybe not quite there, but definitely a consistent four, five, six place guy. What do you think, Goldie? I see a podium or two. I, again, almost like the Dylan Wright. I feel like the, those two guys in the MX1 bikes, though, Dylan will win a moto and, and Pettis will get a podium or two. Mm-hmm. But, again, it'll be the time when, like, Jacob is pushing his bike, uh, Cole has crashed, and Jeremy might have had a bad start. It, it's got to be one of those things. It won't be a head-on or a head-to-head battle, but I feel like those guys will move up the ladder as far as career stat stuff goes. It's, it's going to go Cole Thompson, four seconds back Jeremy, five seconds back Hazer Moff, two seconds back Ryder Pettis. Yeah, I agree. You know? Um, what, why, why even have the class? Like, you just give, give them the money and the yeah, title yeah, as they yeah, come yeah. in the gate. Give them the shitty money as they come <laughs> in the gate. <laughs> here's, um, here's a plate. This is where you guys are going to finish, and we'll, you know, hopefully yeah. you guys show up next I, week. Honestly, I, I struggle with any more guys in the class for names. You guys would help me a little bit, but I don't know who else is going to be. There's always an American dude who comes up and rides pretty well, and nobody knows who he is, right? But um, I can't think of anybody right now. Who was that kid you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Renouf? Zach Brandon Leaf. Leaf. Oh. oh, yeah, Brandon Leaf. Yeah, yeah he, he got like sixth or seventh at Kamloops last year in a moto, right? But yeah, I don't so think he'll same. do any different this year. Brad but Nodded's coming, the... right? He's on Honda's. Oh, yeah, Nodded. Yeah, we forgot about Nodded. Yeah. What about, what, what about Beats? Beats, wow. Dude, Beats. How many tall boys have you had? Dude, Beats. Beats was Beats good. Sitting, right now he's sitting in an excavator, and he's got a red beard, and he's thinking every scoop he takes is just anger <laughs> from The top years. of somebody's house that he hates. I, this is the chimney. <laughs> That's the, the poor, roof. There's some siding. <laughs> poor Beats. Um, we love him. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Let's uh, let's move along into here. Um, so, I got Metcalf. Goldie's got Fasciati. Uh, Noof, you got Gurky. I've got Cole for the mm-hmm. 250 title. What do you guys have for your titles? Well, uh, that's that's what do you mean? That's you just said it. No, but 250s. I have Cole. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, I got Jeremy. Okay. Then that leaves me with Hayes, my original pick, even though I wanted to take Cole Thompson now. You do not have to pick Hayes. You don't have to pick different. You can actually just pick the same. Okay, I take Thompson because you convinced me. Right, thank you. Um, Okay. (laughs) Who's going to be the biggest surprise in 450 class? What's going to be the biggest surprise? Who's going to be the biggest surprise? Anything along those lines? Uh, Go ahead, Noof. 
My surprise is going to be how fast Millsaps can be, mm-hmm. but only for a short period of time. Each moto. Yeah. Like, like he's going to hold shot. Yeah, yeah. Like he's going to hold shot Kamloops, and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, this guy is going to win the moto by 45 seconds, right. and all of a sudden he's third or fourth. Right. I don't think he's in shape enough. I mean, and not, that's no dig against him. I mean, he has had no time to prepare. Mm-hmm. And, um, but his speed is going to be a lot greater than everybody else. What do you think, uh, Galdi? Uh, for the biggest surprise in the 450, I'm going to have uh, – I'm going to go Tyler Medallia. I think he's going to make you look silly on your 350 plan. Okay. All right. Yeah, not, not that he's going to win a title or anything like yeah. that, but – I think you're going to be like, oh, all right, well, you know, I sound like stupid. Okay, well, that wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) Um, My biggest surprise, I think, is I'm very confident in Metcalf, and I think Metcalf, I don't think he walks to this title, but I think he's got a nice cushion the whole way. That's your surprise? Yeah, like, like he doesn't, you know. That's awful. That's not even a surprise. Well, don't you think it's going to be super competitive? Yeah, but you already picked him for your title. Yeah, yeah but I think he, just... I think he like he like has a nice lead. Like he takes his control of this thing. Like he beats guys oh, down. Oh, like he gets, the, the, like he gets the red okay. plate at Kamloops and yeah. hangs on to the red yeah, plate yeah, all the like, way Like here. he's just the guy. He's just the guy yeah. all year. And all of us are like, oh yeah, Metcalf. We forgot how damn good he was. You know? Yeah. All right. All right. That's yeah, all. Okay. Uh, he was, I mean, la- oh, anyways, we're not going to talk about that anymore. But what? What? Well, I was just going to say how good he was last year, but. He wasn't just, he wasn't quite as good as Gurky at a lot of places. Yeah, okay. All right. Like he looked beat after a lot of motos, tired. He's getting older, man. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, I want to see him win cuz I like the guy and I think that if he can get control of it early and has no bike problems then yeah, I'm on your side, but but you we'll like see. everybody. You can't keep picking people because you like them. No, I like everybody. That's why I'm trying to get this out. I like no. everybody that I see in Kamloops. <laughs> um, <laughs> All 36, 450 entries. Okay, biggest no, disappointment. 24. Biggest disappointment of the series. 24. What do you guys think? Biggest disappointment. Um, I'm going to I went first. Okay. Okay, I'll go first this time. Mine is going to be... Um, uh, I don't know who to pick. I want to pick Freeze or Gurky. Okay. Wow. Um, Gurky? Yeah. All right. Cool. I know. It's, I'm offside for sure, but I have a, I have a, I have a theory in my head and that I'm sticking with it. <laughs> something that you made up? <laughs> no, I don't, think Gerke, I don't think Gurky. Yeah, something I made up. I don't think Gurky is a back-to-back uh, racer champion guy. I don't think he's a back-to-back guy. Okay. I just have never seen his career go back-to-back with enough consistency for me to vote him this year. So I think he's going to be a disappointment. I think his number one is going to change. Let me, and everything after number one is obviously a disappointment. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, um, and I was talking about this with somebody a couple weeks ago. I, I think at Milestone when I was there, and this was a little longer, a couple weeks ago. You guys are Canadians. I'm Canadian. You guys live there. Does it make a difference to you if Fasciati beats all these Americans? Like, do you... Do you guys okay? Well, Galdi, he is your pick, but like Noof, do you want to see that happen? Does it matter to you? Does nationalism get in the way? A little bit, but it doesn't get in the way of me so much because, like, I just like seeing Everybody. good racing. But yeah, yeah. To the yeah. rest of Canada, they want to see Colton win because he's Canadian. They do, and right? We produce yeah. great riders, right. and everybody's awesome. But we never go to the U.S. But if we did go to the U.S. full time, then we'd be. <laughs> 
Awesome. And, we, and we never do good at this nations. Our, 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 no. our star hero um, at this nations loops his bike out on the line, things like that. Um, yeah. Stalls it. Stalls so, it. Well, yeah, no, members who looped it out. Oh, uh, I'll never. Mitch Cook. Cook. Mitch, Mitch Cook. Cook. Um, but um, what do you think, Galdi? Does it? Does it? Oh, uh, 100% it does. I, I, I'm one of those guys. Oh, you are? You're I one would, of those guys? <laughs> I'm one of those guys. I, I am a fan at, at that for sure. I want to see Canadians bring home our Canadian towel for, for two reasons. Because I think it's cool that we beat the Yankees like on our home soil, all that kind of stuff, similar mm-hmm. in like hockey. Yep. And my second one is, is I think it keeps giving a reason for all our local people to keep going racing. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't like care. But, I mean, I live down here, so I... I'm I'm not a hugely patriotic guy. I love some things about Canada. I love some things about America. I hate some things about Canada. I hate some things about America. You know what I mean? Um, I yeah, does I don't care. Whatever it doesn't matter to me. So I do it think give, it does give the young talent a little bit of hope. You know, yep. I do does think. Have, yeah, go ahead. Does it? Does it not? I don't know. I feel like the young talent gap to get to where Colin Fasciati is is these kids don't ever believe they could be there. I think mm-hmm. I wrote about it the other day. Like we're looking for new. A new hero right now. Yeah. And uh, there's some good kids coming out of Ontario, obviously, Steve. Of course. Oh, of but. course, yeah. <laughs> Noof, they're all in Ontario. No, there's yeah. Yeah. Pierce there's Chamber- good kids West Pierce too, Chamberlain and Kyle Keyes, they're all coming. Okay, you're stuck yeah. in like Richard Gray. Richard Gray is no. coming. They always no, do. Sock yeah. gave up. No heart. Kyle Stevens, <laughs> amazing on a bike. No heart. Um, there's a lot of them. Anyway. <laughs> But, anyway, uh, <laughs> let's move on here. I'm going to get fired. Frankie Tommy. No, you're not. AtlasBrace.com. No, you're not. They love you. AtlasBrace.com. <laughs> yeah. You're going to, Mathis, you're going to have to call in and say, hey, I'll deduct 100 bucks off the payment for the Pulp Show because <laughs> right. we kept new for two hours. Um, okay. I, I do think, I would say one thing. Uh, I'm I'm happy when Fasciati comes down uh, at Indiana or wherever and performs at a high level because I've always said he's a world class rider, tremendous skills. He, he he is. I wish he would have done more racing. The ship has sailed. He's never coming down here and doing all that. But no. um, you know, I, I do. I do. I, mean, I am. It does make you feel good. Yes, but as far as a title, I don't care. Does not matter to me. Um, he'll be in the mix, but I don't care if a Canadian wins. Like doesn't matter. So. Um, Okay, so most shocking moment of the year. I'll go first. Okay, shocking moment of the year. <laughs> You're waiting for this one. Freeze an 800. Something happens. Any, and honestly, the over-under is anything. Uh, one of them gets lit on fire. One of them fights a spectator. <laughs> uh, they fight each other. They fight Jason Hughes. Uh, another rider fights them. Whatever you want to say, one of them brings a pet lion to the race, and it gets out, and it mauls a spectator. <laughs> a lion. Like... <laughs> You Is could, a lion named Tony? You could tell me anything. Like, Golly, you could text me anything on a Monday and say, you'll never believe what happened with Mike and Freeze. There's nothing you could text me that I'd be like, wow, okay. Every, anything you text me, I'd be like, I believe it. I believe it. So that's my shocking moment. These two guys, something will happen. Something. Meh. Okay. You, I don't my, think shocking, <laughs> my shocking moment of the whole year will be that the live timing works at round one. <laughs> because it's yet to work in the last 12 years that they've had it. What about um, what about this video video app thing? How's that going to work? So, they, hey, they ran it this weekend. I was at Moto Park this weekend for their big event. It's called the Moto Park Cup. Mm-hmm. And they had these guys there. And it worked 100% of the time. All the time, just like that that Panther cologne, right, uh, right. that weird movie. Um, but uh, it worked. But it it wasn't it wasn't like something. You, there's no way that you are new for I could watch it for 
the entire time. There was no race call. There was no like action it was thing. It was also about 45 seconds delayed, I want to say. Um, well, that's fine because people worked. are going to be watching it from not the track, not at the track, yeah. Yes, exactly. But so at the uh, when they get there, though, as far I talked to Mark Travers, the production uh, manager for all the TV stuff there at the Nationals, he said that everything will be hooked into their cameras and into the bus. So Mark is actually going to be calling the races and dealing with the camera guys. So you will see actual footage, and then there will that's be cool. monitors in the um, wherever Coster is announcing. So. It's, it should be pretty legit as long as they get signal and all that stuff. But as New said, as long as they live get timing signal, is an issue, yeah. how are we going to go live video? Well, that's just it. If live timing doesn't work, and it doesn't, probably half the time, would you say? A 20, uh, I, I, they're gonna, they're might be a little bit better. News, man, some of these races are in the middle of no, yeah, nowhere. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they got them. boosters. But uh, actually, to sort of knock Newf, what he said, Newf, you were on the track last year. Live timing worked beautifully at uh, Kamloops last year. Yeah, I don't know, man. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I was. I was. Uh, <laughs> they, they I, qualify, tower, I qualified I like I qualified like twenty fifth. There was something definitely wrong with the live timing. <laughs> like the I almost think that it might have been uh, a little more beneficial for you. <laughs> <laughs> something wrong with the timing. Timing and scoring. There's no, I was. I was probably fifth fastest instead. I was twenty fifth. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, okay. So, anything else? Wait, I got a shocker. What? Oh, did I not? Did you not give your shocker? No, oh, yeah. you okay. shut me down. Sorry, I got, bro. Uh, yeah. I got sh- the Phil Nicoletti shut down there. <laughs> shocker. What is it? Yeah, shock. There's the shocker. You shut me down. Um, my shocker is is that the series this year stays identical for next year. <laughs> Why is that a shocker? <laughs> What do you it's been mean? The same for the last ten years. Well, no, no. I mean, I tracks. mean, like the schedule. Yeah, the oh. schedule will not be the same for next year. And I wait, uh, wait, yeah, wait, 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 Goldie, you said it will be the same. That was your shocking. No, moment. won't, won't. You said will, Noof. Okay, I meant won't. He did say. It. He said will be the same, and I'm like, did oh, I? it's not a shocker. Did Rewind. you just make this up? No. Okay, do you want to do that no, again? It's, do it, it's, do it again, Goldie. Do it again. My shocker will be. That the series will it will be that's what I meant yeah it will be the same it won't be it won't be the same if it stays the same that's the shocker there it is okay right. are you are you like hungry or something man you ta- need to eat how many like tall boys kinda... have you had hey, it's been a long day I'm seven days a week right now okay tall, tall seven boys. days a week Noof, okay um, so yeah so tracks change next year tracks title sponsor yeah yeah big changes title two you think huh yep okay. And I have literally, I'm not, I'm fully talking on opinion, not I got something up my sleeve or anything. Yeah, no, we know Stolly's not calling you at night to divulge plans. No. no. <laughs> hey, well, hey, Goldie. I could be talking to somebody else, but I'm not. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, interesting. Um, all right, gentlemen. I got to say, I'm excited. I, I, I'm pumped. So, Me too. It sounds yeah, like it. Like, yeah, yeah, I can hear your dogs barking in the background. Can you really hear that? I just heard that. Jeez, they're pretty quiet. I'm surprised it picks it up. That's not good for the quality of my show. Um, well, it's kind of cool. It means you're normal. I think it's gonna be good. I really do. I'm excited. I'm surprised you guys. I'm surprised you haven't given me about my kids screaming and everything in the background. I'm used to it with Wygant. It happens all the time. I'm in my new office <laughs> and it's quiet, so you guys can't beg on me. Did you anything. tell your bosses, Noof, that you were doing this preview podcast? Oh, Brad's got a cop up to the door right now. He's <laughs> right listening. He's tapping into the line. Uh, <laughs> Racer X Online, Canadian Moto Preview Pod, presented by Fox Racing, guaranteedmx.com, AMO, 
dot com or isn't it what is it? Ammo Ammo Racing. Ammo Racing. Ammo Racing dot com. Uh, Atlas Brace dot com. Matrix Concepts dot com. Um, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm stoked. Uh, new, are you going to the first two? First, first three? What, do, what, what are you doing? I'm going to the first two. Okay. Um, I'll be at the first two for sure. And then um, not quite sure after that. Probably have no reason to go to any more since I'm not racing. So, Galdi, um, you, you'll be at the East Coast rounds? Most of them? Uh, no, I'll oh, probably be maybe geez. at two of them. Oh, wow. Look at us. Yeah, we're not really that great for you guys, for you this year for the show, actually. Oh, no, no, I thought I was getting a couple of experts. Let me call uh, Travers and... Uh, and uh, Coster. Coster. Yeah, Coster, the other guy. I can think of the other guy's name. Galdi yeah, can only go to the rounds when his, when his mask comes in that he's ordering. So yeah. ordering this mask. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm making it to Walton. I'm gonna skip Buds and make it to the exhibition race. You go on the exhibition. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be. At, I'll be at the exhibition too. Oh, okay. You're not going to Buds Creek. Nah, screw it. It's a far flight. I'll go to Walton. Wow. I like. I like the the, the the my buddy Brett Lee and the and the exhibition hey, race. Hey, throwing this out there. Then if you're skipping it, you should. Well, a week long, week long is long. So you should come up and get JT and get a bike. We'll get you a bike and oh, stuff and wrench for him during the week and stuff. Stop it. And ride vet class. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> I know it's not happening. Whatever. Uh, pipe dream or whatever. I, uh, I, am, I was going to go to Regina, but instead I chose to go to Italy. So it was either shocker. Regina or, or Milan. <laughs> So, yeah, that's a yeah. shocker. I picked, I picked Italy, uh, so I apologize to everybody for me not going to Regina. Last time I went to Regina. Well, we'll, see you, we'll see you at the uh, exhibition race. It'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, fantastic. All right, guys, thanks for your thoughts. Thanks for the uh, talks about the series, and uh, maybe we'll check in halfway and laugh at our predictions or something. Uh, sounds that good. That sounds uh, wonderful. All right, see you guys. Thanks, bud. Later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Steve Mathis Show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, 
like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could you sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey.